0: We're going to find out how tech will affect us in this decade at the Consumer Electronics Show, uh, because this is the first one of the new decade. And I think there may be a lot of robots, a lot of wearable technology, but here to get the skinny on what we can expect to see coming out of the Consumer Electronics Show, Mark Saltzman, tech journalist and friend of the program. Welcome to the show, Mark. Good to have you on.
1: Thanks, Kelly. Good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: So you're on your way down to Vegas. How long is this show?
1: So it ends on Friday. But, okay. Uh, yeah, it's uh, they've already had a couple of, like, press events yesterday and today. There's some, like, keynote speeches, but I go for when the actual show floor opens, which is tomorrow. Yeah, very exciting. 180,000 people or so, uh, all of whom are in the tech space. It's not, like, open to the public. So journalists and analysts and uh, uh, retailers, they're there all just to get a glimpse at uh, tomorrow's technology today. So it's a big show. This is the show where... All the big tech that we have used over the last uh, few decades made its initial debut, like the camcorder, the DVD player, the Xbox, the uh, first flat panel HD TV, uh, smart TVs. Uh, made its debut uh, 2005, so this is the show where where we often get a glimpse of uh, you know what we're all going to be using on a daily basis in many cases.
0: Yeah, and some of these the tech seems uh, kind of uh, intimidating at first, but now it's just old hat for us. I mean, who doesn't have a flat panel TV? You can hardly <laughs> yeah, exactly. operate without one this day and age. You mentioned the fact that there will be two keynote opening. Uh, speeches. These are happening at different hotels two hours apart. In the past, it was people like Bill Gates just, you know, or Steve Ballmer holding court. Now we're going to see the CEO of Samsung will be uh, doing one keynote speech. And then the other one that I think will be interesting is the chairman of uh, Daimler and the head of Mercedes-Benz Cars. Mm -hmm. Apparently, he's going to present a groundbreaking concept car envisioning a completely new form of interaction between humans, technology, and nature, any... Um...
1: I, I don't know about the nature part uh, other than maybe some alternative fuel that's a little bit kinder to the environment like uh, we saw last year, the Toyota Mirai, which is a hydrogen fuel cell vehicle, uh, you know, the only sort of Uh, uh, emission there is water coming out of the tailpipe. But, um, yeah, you know, it's funny. So the joke at CES is that it used to stand for Consumer Electronic Show, but now it's becoming the Car Electronic Show. So it's everything from next-generation infotainment systems, mostly voice-driven, some holograms inside the vehicle, and, of course, heads-up displays to, uh, you know, uh, self-driving or autonomous uh, technology demos. I was two years ago in a, a modified BMW driving down the strip with no, like I was not, like I was behind the wheel, but the wheel was doing its thing. Like,
0: yeah, it, I remember we talked about this.
1: Yeah. So this is the show where, you know, a lot of the big companies are there. Yeah, Mercedes is supposed to have, there's one thing I'm not allowed to talk about, because mm-hmm. I, I, it's under NDA, but uh, yeah, they've got some pretty interesting uh, <laughs> technologies that we should be seeing uh, by tomorrow. And then
0: you'll be able to tell us what it is as soon as yeah, uh, yeah, they yeah. unveil it.
1: You know, that kind of thing. There's,
0: there's usually like a guys, theme to the works. to the show, right? It, what's the theme that you're seeing emerging right now even though, you know, the exhibitors haven't the floor is not open until tomorrow. Yeah. Um you must know a little bit about what's what's going on.
1: Sure, of course. Well, usually by the end of the week there's like one per- pervasive theme and that becomes like that I, that sort of becomes the Topic. You know, in years past, it's been wearables, as you hinted at before we started chatting. Uh, 8K TVs, we're going to see a lot of this year. So TVs are getting bigger, smarter, uh, thinner. Did and, you
0: say 8K?
1: Yeah, so instead of 4K, it's uh, instead of 8 million dots or pixels that make up the image, uh, we're seeing TVs with four times that, so 32 million so in plain English, you're going to have like a 100-inch TV that even like nose-to-glass, you won't see any imperfections. They're mm. probably even better than what the human eye can even ascertain. So it's, it's getting to be a little bit like, okay, you know, how much better can it get? But uh, we've seen glasses-free 3D TVs before because that did not go well when we when we saw the debut of 3d tvs that required you to wear glasses yeah,
0: nobody wants to look around for glasses we're already most of us are already looking for readers on a daily basis. you're like where the hell are those readers you got a pair of readers i'll yeah. take those
1: so it's funny this year's the only thing that i think could be the surprise hit and i recognize this is a family radio show but uh, uh, sex toys are allowed for the first time
0: really uh, yes, for the first yes. time for the first personal time. pleasure devices are allowed for the first time Wow, what a dawn of a new decade we're into. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, so last year there was this brouhaha about mm-hmm. this woman inventor who had an award uh, nod for a female-centric adult device and uh, for, for, for women. And, for a vibrator. And- yeah, right, but very high-tech with app support and several motors and things that it did multiple things at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they, they re- re- redacted, like, they took back the award, and it becau- it caused a whole big thing. So this year for the first time. But they time, weren't
0: satisfied with the.
1: <laughs> but I'm bummed. But uh, they, uh, yeah, all the buzz this year is about, uh, no, okay, let's just. Stop right there. But yeah, there is that could be the uh, already a lot of the coverage is focusing on the adult toy space, the high tech sex toys, Um, and uh, that could be the surprise theme that has yet to emerge uh, for for this week.
0: So it could it's basically a mood altering device.
1: It's that could be part Mm -hmm. of it. Yeah, it's it's under the health and wellness. Uh, banner, so they're trying to make it legit. In fact,
0: I want you to just call in and tell us about the new sex uh, toys at this, right. just to make it an uncomfortable segment. Just
1: it could make for yeah. See how I don't, I don't want chorus to never many
0: euphemisms.
1: Mm-hmm. Got use. it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that could be the surprise uh, hit this week. I've already seen a lot of the coverage, and I've been pitched by a lot of uh, press, uh, like PR folks. Saying. Did they
0: give you free products and say, "Mark, take this back to your room, give it a go"? Uh, sometimes CES is a,
1: a little bit more about the future, and there's it's, sometimes it's a prototype. Mm-hmm. In other cases, the product has just debuted. For example, I know where you're going with this, but uh, there's a Canadian invention called the Tonu T-O-W-N-E-W, which is a smart trash can. And what's cool about this is, and I've got one actually in my home office, is uh, not only will, of course, when you walk up to it, does it it has a sensor and it opens the lid for you, but that's kind of basic now, but what it does, uh, what, what, other garbage cans don't do is that it will, uh, when you press a button on the, uh, on the, uh, unit outside, it'll seal the bag for you with a bit of heat. It like actually closes the bag mm-hmm. and then it replaces it with a fresh bag. So you, you take out the, um, the used bag that's full with garbage, and it'll actually, uh, you'll hear like a little motor go inside, and it'll actually replace it with another bag. It, it, can, it holds, I think, uh, 15 or 20 of these little bags inside of the rim of the smart trash can. So that's one, a couple of awards already ahead of this year's CES, and that's available now, but most products are down the road.
0: Yeah, I heard that there's a waiter. It's a, a robot cat designed to uh, take uh, plates of food to restaurant customers. Uh-huh. And basically it will purr if you stroke it properly
1: to this other theme already. No,
0: no, no. no. Wow. 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 Saltzman, ease up.
1: All right, all right. There are, yes, I've, I've heard about that. I've heard about a pizza-delivering robot. Uh-huh. Um, there's uh, a toilet-scrubbing robot. So we will see uh, products like that. Like a I
0: have used for a toilet-scrubbing robot. I don't know. I, the garbage can thing, I, I think it's great that it was made in Canada, mm-hmm. but I think I can change my own garbage bag. But if you say to me, I'll never have to scrub a toilet again, I yeah. love that. I'm like the woman in the old like 1970s oven commercial. <laughs> it's like dreams come true cuz who wants to go near a toilet?
1: Yeah, I hear ya. I hear you. So we're going to start seeing these multi-purpose or, sorry, single-purpose robots, and then I have also been pitched on coming to see, like, a, a, like a robot, uh, Rosie the Robot, kind of, like, bipedal, humanoid kind of robot that will walk around and talk and all that, but we're still early days on that. I think first we'll start seeing dedicated robots that do one thing really well, like a Roomba. You know, that product's been around for, like, 18 years, believe it or not, and just getting better and better, so we'll start, we'll start seeing that as well, and then everything is voice-enabled. Speaking of toilets, we saw last year, an Alexa-powered collar toilet. Uh, we saw shower heads um, that, you know, you imagine taking a shower in the near future and you can actually say, you know, play uh, AM640 or how long will it take for me to get to work or, you know, mm-hmm. what's the score of the Leafs game while you're getting ready for work uh, just because it's got a built-in uh, microphone stuff. So kind of neat.
0: What are you most excited about?
1: Um, TVs are always a big, I love watching movies and playing games and, and watching TV shows. So I'm excited to see what this year's TVs look like uh, in person, because it's something that's very hard to describe. You know, you've got to be there at CES to see it. Uh, so that's one category. Um, wearables as well. I, I think health and fitness, there's, we're just like, sort of just, tip of the iceberg right now with what a smartwatch can do and and fitness bands like a Fitbit. So I'm excited to see what's uh, coming uh, soon from that in that space as well.
0: All right. Well, listen, I hope that uh, you're able to spare some time for us and maybe talk to us about the interesting things you see on a daily basis at at CAS or at least at least a couple times this week. Thank you so much, Mark.
1: Thanks, Kelly. Appreciate it.
0: All right. Have a great day.
1: You too. Thank you. Cheers.
0: That's Mark Saltzman. He is our uh, tech friend. He's a tech journalist and a friend of the program, as I said before, heading down to CAS, the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas. And it seems all futuristic to talk about, you know, a robot cat designed to take foods, uh, you know, plates of food to restaurant customers that, you know, you stroke and it purrs. But at the end of the day, it seemed pretty odd to people as well that you could just go up to a machine, beep, 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 and get some money out of it. Like an instant teller, so who knows where we're going to go in the future? That
1: garbage can thing's never going to work. You don't like it? No, you know what? Just it's going to get clogged up with bags for sure. If every printer in the world fails, the the greatest lie that's ever been perpetrated on the human race has been the fact that there are affordable printers available. Because every office I've worked in, every home printer I've had, they all jam. There's always problems with the paper. That's where this, that garbage can thing, no way.
0: The greatest lie the greatest perpetrated, lie perpetrated on, the on the human race, race yes. is the printer? Is
1: the printer. is the fact that printers can work and can be counted on in a jam because they can't. And they fail almost like clockwork as soon as you need something in a, in, in the last minute, at the last
0: minute. All righty. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Creston. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto.